Welcome to the MindVine podcast, where we challenge the stigma associated with mental illness through conversations about a variety of issues impacting mental health. Here we bring you news, views, and interviews that intrigue, educate, and celebrate recovery. Leading us on this journey are the hosts of the MindVine podcast, Daryl Mathers and Chris Bovey. <laughs> well, we are here. We have the MindVine podcast. Mm-hmm. We're in Ottawa, which is unusual for us to be uh, this far from our home base in Whitby. My name is Daryl Mathers. I'm with my co-host, Chris Bovey, and we have a special guest, Tracy Melshore, a broadcaster, probably familiar to a lot of people, uh, not only in our area, but uh, across the country. And welcome, first of all. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. And I do love your setup, and your lighting's perfect. Perfect. So thank (laughs) you. The lighting's been a struggle since we got here. Well, uh, let me tell you, you, you've got it all worked out. Part of the reason we're over, the biggest reason you're here is you're being uh-huh. honored today. Can you believe yeah. it? Yeah. I know. Congratulations. And we'll, we'll talk a bit about, you know, that particular um, award, uh-huh. but tell us about your mental, your connection to mental health and your, a little yeah. bit about your journey. You know, uh, me talking about this, um, going back, I'd probably say I was dealing with uh, mental health challenges and depression probably from the time I was nine years old. And I just didn't know it. I just kind of thought that there was this kind of like omnipresent dark cloud over everybody's life and activities. Uh, And I just kind of, you know, we talked about uh, moving fast and I feel like I had a lot of make busy projects, whether it was my career or extracurricular activities. And a few years ago, my best friend, Christopher Hindman, he has a he had a show with his uh, longtime love of 27 years, Stephen Sabados, uh, the Stephen and Chris show, and he passed away very um, publicly and very suddenly. And I think that was um, the catalyst that 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 started that that the dam cracked. Let's say the dam cracked. It didn't break at that point, but it it, it a big crack happened um, when he passed away. And I was doing two shows. I was doing E Talk and I was doing the social and you know people were like oh this is great you know everything you've ever dreamt of and this is a beautiful thing and you've got these two shows and two kids and and I was drowning you know I was like really I was really suffering I was getting everything done for everybody else you know making making meeting deadlines and getting everything done for my kids and for work and for you know everybody else but not taking care of myself and uh we were working on a Bell Let's Talk program with uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, and he had been at the social a few times. He had been for uh, when he was running, and he had been prior to that for his book, Common Ground. And I'd also spoken to his mother, Margaret Trudeau, about her book. And there was really a lot of things that resonated with those two books for me. And uh, he explored his mother's mental health challenges a lot in his book. And she explored hers and, and talked about uh, uh, what she did to overcome it. And uh, not overcome it. I mean, it's a journey. It's a, it's a process. And I always say it's a forever thing, you know, that I'm going to be on this. And I'm, I'm grateful that uh, I know what's going on with me and that I feel like um, I have a good support team and a support system so Justin, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, sorry, Prime Minister Trudeau came on the show, and I had asked him about a chapter in his book when he talked about um, his mother. He was 11 years old, and at that time my kids were 11, and she had broken up with uh, Pierre Trudeau, and she was dating somebody, and that person had broken up with her. So she arrived at as an 11-year-old little boy at his gym class and burst in crying, mm-hmm. and uh uh, brokenhearted because her boyfriend had broke up with her in front of all of his peers, and and even though I had read that book 
and I really I know the story, and I, I came up with the questions to talk to him about it. In that moment, it was just like, <gasps> I felt anxious, and I felt scared, and I felt, oh my gosh, because if it ha- I, I kind of all put it together. Maybe this is why I was resonating with all these uh, mental health stories and these people with the challenges. Um, because I was going through something, and then I was, you know, seeing RNCMP, I'm seeing, sitting beside the Prime Minister I'm on national TV, I'm like, you can't do it now. Right. <laughs> you can't do it now, but of course, you know, my friend said, of course you would do it then. <laughs> Have this internal breakdown. I mean, I'm laughing because <laughs> no, hindsight's 2020, sure. right? And uh, uh, I think out of, out of that situation, um, my VP came to me and said, you know, what's going on? Yeah. You know, we, 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 you need some time off, and... Um, I think for the first couple months of my of my time off, I was going to therapy and I was, you know, going to hot yoga and I was journaling and I was doing the things that I was supposed to be doing. Right. But um, I didn't really uh, I, I didn't really go inside and do the inner work. You know, I was doing it by route almost. You know, I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm supposed to do this, so check that off. Um, and I think probably about the third month in I just kind of like had to go in deep inside and think about my childhood and think about my mom and think about things I'd seen and think you know like just really doing that deep forensic dive that nobody really wants to do if you have those kind of um, issues and demons in your past so coming out the other side of it you know every day I I have an inversion table like I go upside down and I meditate and I you know, I, I, I'm a big proponent of therapy, and my kids see a therapist. And um, But out of all of that, the thing that really uh, struck me was that is that it seems like so many people have their stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, people will stop me, people will stop me, and they will they'll say to me, um, hey, you know when you said that, like, mm-hmm. you know, my uncle, or you know when you talked about your kids, and mm-hmm. you asked me, because I ask my, my kids' permission anytime I do anything like this, mm-hmm. uh, because my therapist said to me, if I don't do that with my kids, they're going to think that, they're going to think that um, it, they're responsible, and it's their fault that I'm, mom's feeling bad or mom's feeling blue. Right. So, you know, me getting this award is amazing, um, but me feeling more so connected to the planet and to people. Right. I, I, not to sound cheesy, that's the real mm-hmm. award. Do you find, I mean, interesting thing that you had mentioned when people come up to you, and, and even your, your situation is people are kind of looking for that opportunity to unpack those things and someone to allow them to do that. And so a lot of people are dealing with stuff, but they don't feel they have the right to deal with it until an opportunity. And for you... It was that moment on the it show where it, it all resonated with you. It, it, re- it really was. And I, I, I feel like I didn't identify it. I just thought this is just the way I felt. You know, I knew that I was, I was looking for ways to deal with my days and mm-hmm. sometimes not always the most um, productive or healthy ways, uh, like to get to the next day and the next day. And I think, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I know when I was in my dark days, it was just getting to that next day. Mm-hmm. I had to really compartmentalize, you know, and not really feel um, the joy in things, yep. um, just surviving. And that's, that's something that comes up, too, is, is people often think with, um, with mental health in the workforce that, you know, people are not achieving or not doing stuff. But, but, but actually, a lot of people work a lot harder. Like, so you probably got lost in the work when you were dealing with Chris's Absolutely. death that you just, you probably... 
to avoid I, that did more, right? I got lost in the work. I got lost in um, I got lost in taking care of Stephen. He was my good friend and the love of his life. Right. Um, I just and I got lost in the uh, oh, you should be grateful. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, you got two sh national shows. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. And I'm I'm not making fun because I am very grateful for those opportunities mm -hmm. and for being able to do that but I got to take care of myself and everybody has to take care of themselves first it's right. like that airplane thing got to yep. put on your oxygen mask first before you help, help your baby yep. right and uh, you know I say to my kids um, when they come home and tell me something I'm like is it true is it kind mm -hmm. is it true then mm -hmm. okay you can proceed but is it kind if it's not yes to both things not in my house right. And and that and learn that from Stephen and Chris because you're not allowed you weren't allowed to talk any and you're still not in Stephen's place any smack and they're really into kindness mm -hmm. and 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 nice. being mindful and being present nice. and all those lessons I feel like Chris was trying to teach me now I'm I'm following them right. yeah I didn't get it in the moment gotcha. I know you're pressed for time and just I'm one sorry. last thing before. I'm not Before trying to, I'm, not, I'm just trying to do everything. No, I know. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Totally. Busy, busy, totally. I was trying to, like, totally no, but I, but I can always come back because I'm yeah. in Pickering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, seriously. We'll you know, I don't have back. to come to Ottawa to yeah. do this. No. Yeah, we do the um, in-depth. Yeah. So just one last thing before sure. we let you go is uh, you're here. You're going to be honored mm -hmm. with a bunch of fine people here this evening. And you talked about where you were not that many years ago. Yes. At what point did you think, like, not only can I talk about this publicly, like, I can stand in front of a bunch of people and share, like, bare your soul and mm -hmm. be so honest about where you've been and where you've where you've come? Being on the social, we really had to talk about a lot about our stuff, you know, and whether it was my, my ex-husband or my kids. I mean, my kids put a stop to it season two. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, all right, enough about mm -hmm. that. Um, so when I came back from my sick leave, actually, when I... When I well, I, I, went, I had cancer. I mean, I, was, I, had a, I had a few years, you know. I had cancer, and then Chris passed, mm -hmm. and um, I shared that with everybody. You know, I shared that. So when I went off again, and I just disappeared, um, and social media is a beast, right? They're like, what's going on? Hope you're well. I know something must be up. You do love your being on TV, so you wouldn't miss your <laughs> airtime kind of thing. Um, I didn't feel like, I don't know, I guess because I was so so in the in the... In the pro it's so used to sharing stuff that when I came to share this, and because we're Bell Let's Talk, mm -hmm. if I couldn't talk on a Bell Network, where could I talk? <laughs> so I so I felt safe. I felt a support system, um, and I and beyond all that, beyond corporate BS or recon work, I felt a connection to the people who were reaching mm -hmm. out to me all the time mm -hmm. to say what's up, and I'm like, I need to tell them what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, it was like a relationship that I built, I built with people that have watched me through the years. And I felt like it takes two to tango. Mm -hmm. They're given to me. I got to give to them. I can't just take, take, take. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't like a bravery or a courage thing. It was just like, if I want to keep a relationship, then yeah. you, you got you to feed that relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's why I did it. And I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine all this time I'm doing entertainment reporting and I'm getting an award for this, yeah. which is a beautiful it's thing. It's yeah, a beautiful it's thing. And, and just in closing, uh, it's important for everybody to tell their stories, their mental health stories, mm -hmm. and, and to talk about where they've come from. Um, I think there's some inherent or maybe an added value when people in the public eye do it because mm -hmm. you see yourself or we see you on social media and we see you on TV and, you're, and maybe things look like too perfect yeah. sometimes, right? And when you're when you allow yourself to be real, I think you really maybe change the conversation just uh, 
by the way you you carry yourself and what you're willing to share and showing in, you know that we all have imperfections and then we all deal with things and we, sometimes we don't deal with the things well and sometimes we need help and and I think it's really important when people in the in the public eye kind of tell that story. So Aww, thank, thank we appreciate you. it. Yeah, oh no, yeah, no, I, I I love being here, and, and, and thank you for saying that. I just, and I guess I just feel like um, I just want to keep talking about it now. Ad nauseum. <laughs> well, we'll like you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. no, seriously, yeah. ad nauseum because I just didn't realize so many people were going for things, yeah. you know. And I and I and I and and again, selfishly, I feel connected, like that I never did before. So well, that's a nice place. A difference and again, thank you. Oh, your, thank uh, you. Thank you. Durham Region in the house. Thank you.